There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. Welcome, everyone, to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper, Fred, and our pronouns are he, him, starring with us today, Steph. Hey, everybody, I play Natalia, and our pronouns are she, her. Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I play Agatha Payne, and I my pronouns are whatever, and her pronouns are she, her. Josh. Hello, I play Amos. And my and Amos's pronouns are he, him. Matthew. Hey, everybody. I am not making mayonnaise, but I am playing Agent C, and our pronouns are he, him. And talking about making mayonnaise, Matthew, why don't you tell us about what happened last week? On the last episode of Vanguard of the Veil, at the Fresno airport, two women, Natalia and Agatha, arrive and are picked up and brought to a new job at the Doherty House. What is the new job? to take care of an unfortunate wildlife situation. They're taken to the lavish home deep in the wilderness adjacent to Yosemite National Park. The Doherty family has a tradition of holding hunts for their children coming of age. However, the most recent hunt went poorly and the family's son, River, was mauled by a beast during the hunt. Natalia and uh, Agatha investigate the son's body and find a black ichor that appeared to be a fungus of sorts. Going to the scene of the attack, they begin to track the beast. In El Portal, California, Agent C and Amos arrive at Yosemite, following up on an uncharacteristically high number of animal attacks in the area. Investigating the site of an attack, they too find a black ichor, which they believe to be part of a curse or possession. Agent C recommends to the park range to divert tourists away from the, uh, that area of the park, while he and Amos prepare for another day of investigation. That night, Natalia and Agatha hunt down the creature they believe to be the culprit and miss their shot. The creature looks like it is ready to attack. The forested area around Natalia is quiet, almost unnaturally quiet, as she looks into the scope of her, women, her weapon at her prey. It's fast, really fast. Snow covers everything, and the creature leaves a trail in the snow like a small plow. With a steadying breath, she pulls the trigger with a loud kapow. A bullet much faster than its prey fires from the rifle in Natalia's hands. It explodes into a tree trunk as flecks of bark and wood burst from the impact. You missed your target again. It is okay, Zaika. You will learn you will not make every shot. But the great Gretzky once said, you miss 100% of shots you don't take. He pats you on the shoulder as he helps you up. Agatha, please take Zaika inside. I have meeting to go to. Please make sure she does her endurance exercising. And he walks away, leaving you in the hands of Agatha. This memory comes to you, Natalia, 
as you take the shot and miss your prey in the Yosemite National Park. The creature covered in this black ichor with swarming slugs collides into what looks like a pop-up on the back of a, a van, a white, very nondescript van. And you hear startled cries of several people from inside as the entire pop-up topples over onto the side. Agent C, Amos, you're aroused from the sleeping you were just doing, and the entire pop-up tent slams onto the side. Something has created an immense dent in the aluminum siding of this uh, structure that you were in and you are just being pelted by the things inside this pop-up. What do you do? Fred, I don't like to retcon things, but I would like to act under pressure to not uh, cry out when this happens. <laughs> Please go ahead. It's You're unca- crying out I think for something else. I think it's uncharacteristic for us oh, to, hey to, to, to be doing that. So let's You're just screaming mayonnaise? Uh, I got like a nine. <laughs> That's a success. I, I, think, I, think, I think instead of me calling out, I do oop. <laughs> And I just say I catch him. He was already like in my arms anyway. So I just kind of like catch him a little bit while we roll. <laughs> I sleep in like suit printed pajamas. Was the the business shorts, right? No, that was it was a yeah. safari outfit. Those are for day wear. Okay. Safari, that's right. There was a safari. I did, oh, have, that's the, true, I did that's have business true. shorts. I sleep in my boxers. Um, the fact that Amos sleeps in anything surprises me, to be honest. Country boy. He's a farmer. From a small tear in the uh, dent that was placed into the side of the wall, which is now your ceiling, this black ichor starts to drip into the structure that you're in. And to your surprise, it starts to move around. You hear kind of like the the creaking and bending of the metal above you, and there has got to be some kind of large creature on top of this pop-up. Agatha, Natalia, you see the creature. It definitely is some kind of like mountain lion or cat, but obviously so much more. Natalia has taken a shot. Agatha, is there anything you do? Uh, I'm going to say, oh, perhaps I should have the Smith & Wesson recited. Perhaps the Ruga this time. And I'm going to pull a different gun out of the the pack on my back. Okay. So now anybody can act. So there is a creature that is accosting uh, agencies pop up. Uh, What do you guys do? I have something I could do. Go ahead. I'm going to look at the C in my arms and clear my throat. Uh, can we like buy another one of these, or do you want to save it? I'm sorry. What's in your arms? Me. You. And then what? What are you saying? This when you when you're saying that the pop up. Oh no, this is uh, provided by the agency. We didn't actually have to spend any money for it. We just got to fill out a damage report when we get back. It should be fine. Sick, and it's already damaged. I will say Flamthwin, and then I'm going to uh, aim at the little tear. And I'm going to, what is this, kick ass with my magic to blast a stream of fire uh, up where I think this thing is. So you use your weird score, which you normally use for use magic, but then you get to do kick some ass with the weird score. Yes. And there's like different things. It's like, it's so complicated, but it's very fun. How, like... Would you say this is going to be like a close range thing? I I would say it's fairly close range. The pop up isn't large. No, so I mean, you're talking like enough. a couple feet. Sick. Yeah. I'm making a blast. Okay. That is a 13 total. Oof. Okay. 
and I release a blast of flames, I, I get to pick if I do what I'm doing here in terms of like what this thing says, because I can do like one more harm on top of what I already do. It, because you rolled a 12 plus, right? It, yeah. So blast is two because I'm fire natured. That's two more. So it's four harm. OK, magic loud and close range. And then I can choose an extra effect because I rolled higher than a 10 and that will be inflict terrible harm. I will deal five harm to this creature atop of us. Okay, so, and you do so. And I I guess to have a better understanding of what that looks like, is it just like you're just fanning out large, just gouts of flame out of your hands and it just like blows the sighting off of this pop-up like above you, right? It's like a, it's like a, a concentrated exp- cone of explosion from my hands. Like I've got C in my arms, so I just kind of wrap around him a little bit and then like a cone of explosion blows off the top of this thing. I like to imagine that like you're on the ground with your back to the ground agencies on top of you, right? And then your arms go around him and above and just shoot flames upwards and you just jettison the 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 side of this uh, pop up, which is the ceiling right now with whatever creature was on it. And it just explodes off. And now you can see into the night sky. Natalia, Agatha, you look at this and you think, did this creature rupture like a propane tank or some kind of gas tank on this structure? Uh, As you see this explosion of fire, just shoot the creature off into the woods. Um, You hear it kind of collide against uh, a tree as branches snap and it like slumps to the ground and it looks like it's banged up, burned and singed, but it does not look done. Who goes next? I will take the gun that Agatha has offered me. Uh, and I'm going to use, so one of my improvements was to take a move from another playbook, and I took the precise strike from the expert. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to roll, kick some ass, and if I do good, I will do extra damage. Can I uh, roll to help out? Absolutely. All right, so I will um, kneel down in front of Natalia to provide a steady base for her to prop up her <laughs> wrestle yeah, so sight yes. on your head. Um, and I will roll help out. I see this as like the perfect seamless action. Like, oh yeah, we've done this as, Like, yeah, like <laughs> fluid, no speaking, just like boom, perfect. I got 12 for help out. Okay. That means I got eight. Okay, so you are partially successful. Yes, so, so I get plus one harm on top of my regular harm. And and what what is that harm uh, threshold for your weapon? It is two. So three total. And and I guess just so I could understand a little bit better. So Agatha, you just basically allow her to brace the weapon on top of you as you kneel down, so that it steadies her shot. And that is how you help out. Yes. Yep. Okay. Excellent. And, and you do so, and the the shot fires off, and this like loud shot rings in the quiet state park uh, night air. The bullet strikes true, and it just splits this creature open as it pierces uh, right into the head uh, of this lioness creature, and it slumps to the ground. Uh, It looks like you have incapacitated this creature, and there's still movement, though. Like, there is just, like, this writhing happening, and you're not sure if it's the creature itself or something else, but it is definitely unnatural. Excellent work, Agatha. 
Bravo. Wonderful shot, man. Let's go finish this, and I pull my machete and begin to walk closer. I will pop pop out of the pop-up. Uh, agency, you pop up out of the pop-up, yeah. and you see uh, two people walking toward uh, what looks like a, a large jaguar or large cat that is uh, lying still on the ground, but yet still moving in some fashion. These two people, one of them has a machete, and the other has what looks like a bag of guns slung <laughs> over the shoulder. For all intents and purposes, I'm not going to call you out of the firearms violations you have going on right now, but I explicitly told the park rangers not to allow any tourists in this area of the park because of dangerous wildlife. Oh, that is cute. Do you think we are tourists? You think we are tourists? Hmm. With an accent like that? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love America with your apple pie and... Baseball, yes. Baseball. Yes, baseball. Anyways. And sour cream. Wait, is there another man in there? Yeah, we're on a work trip. I am sorry to interrupt your special evening together, but I have work to do. And uh, she's going to go. So I believe there was a discussion with the Doherty's about trophies. I think I said that I get to keep a paw and they wanted the head. You said you get something small. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to I'm yeah. going to uh, go up to the creature with the intent of removing a paw as a trophy. Okay. And you do so, and although you are expecting a lot of just, like, blood and viscera, you're quite surprised there is this really thick, dark, tar-like substance, almost oil-like substance, uh, that is coating the entire creature, and the unnatural writhing was what looks like, I don't like slugs or some kind of creatures, creatures, lots mm. of them just writhing around the body as if it was a rotted carcass just full of maggots, but black maggots. Well, this is gross. It is nighttime, yes. Okay, I'm going to make little fireballs that dance around, a dancing lights, if you will, to help illuminate what's going on as I fish out my hat from the little pop-up, put that on, and then trot over in my Strictly Boxers. Fred, is it possible to, having already done an investigative mystery, do another investigative mystery on uh, the situation? Sure. Yeah, there's new things. Yeah. I can roll cool instead of sharp, thanks to my tactical genius. All right, that is a seven even. Nice. Good job. Okay. You are partially yes. successful. So previously I had asked what sort of creature it is, and this time I would like to ask what can hurt it. So you you are aware that this creature, attacking the creature directly is not going to hurt it. You must hurt what brought it to be. It is considered a summoned creature. Uh, the the lion itself is, is obviously a creature of, of our world, but this, whatever this creature is, it is summoned from the other and has infested the creature that it takes over. It's almost as if it is like a, a host to this thing. And uh, you have to figure out what is summoning this thing. Ugh. You mean if, to cook it? If I was to assume something, could I assume that just because this thing is lying on the ground now doesn't mean it's done? I could it, do uh, I think it is still a threat? No, because the host is dead. So the creature below it is dead, but you haven't, let's say, vanquished the issue, right? Like, this creature was infected by something. How was it infected? What was infecting it? And, and why was it infected? You, you still need to figure out the mystery. But as far as this creature, 
this okay. creature is dead. So I, I, if they're literally, if they're going to take a trophy, I wouldn't be concerned of them getting this thing coming back up and biting them or something. Not the host itself, but you might want to be careful with like the parasite, right? Could the parasite still infect you? You don't know. Are these black maggot-like creatures still writhing? They are, but you just don't know what the like the like the infection situation is you know the incubation like does it just touch something and infect it or does it have to be like magically subtle i'm gonna have to ask you to step away from the body it's uh dangerous uh amos can you start burning him i'm gonna get my stomping boots and i'll be right back out oh yeah yeah easy easy don't let Uh, them do anything with the body we gotta we gotta really burn it good whatever you say handsome i'm gonna start cooking the uh gross little uh, maggot guys with just delicious jets of fire. Uh, My feet are aglow with embers, my chest and arms as well. And I'm going to look over and like kind of do that little farmer nod like, howdy, good evening both. How you doing? While I'm just like torching him. I'm going to pull Agatha for a sidebar. They are intriguing. They have fire and stomping boots. Would you like your boots, ma'am? No, let me see how this plays out. I want to see how they do without help. Will do. Natalia, before you allow Amos to burn the entirety of this creature, you do know that you have to bring back, well, other than your personal trophy, something as evidence for the, you know, the dowry household. You, you need to prove that you have vanquished a creature that killed their son. Wait, I need to keep head. Okay, I'll start over here then where the yeah. maggots are and then... Yeah, I'll start like hacking. Yeah. So yeah, I will abs- I'm, listen, I'm surgical with these flames, so as long as it takes, I can deal with the, the ones over yonder. I am, shall you say, over. less surgical with this. I hold up the bloody machete, or the gooey machete. <laughs> and as you hack off the head of this creature, this mountain lion, you kind of like shake off the rest of the ichor and these writhing maggots and Amos uh, swiftly just douses them into flame and they do just pop like little firecrackers as a fire just rushes over them. Amos, you you see something interesting. You know, you're very familiar with your firepower and these creatures light up much quicker and react very differently from what you're used to, which leads you to believe either there is something incredibly supernatural going on or there is some kind of like agent like a like oil or gas right like when you interact with gas your fire just goes up real quickly and becomes incredibly powerful uh and and in a lot of ways you see that here like these creatures are popping and flaming up real quickly hmm. i guess i do not like fire these little guys is anybody else craving popcorn now or is it just me it's the smell yeah i smell yeah it too. no it's nice actually kind of nutty mm-hmm So if you do nothing else tonight, I would assume Natalia and Agatha are going to head back to the Doherty house. And then what about you, Agency and Amos? I guess we got to assess the pop up. I mean, it there's like essentially a whole side of it that's not uh, functioning anymore. And you know what I care about? Mosquitoes. All right. It's hot. It's summer. They're out. They love me. Amos is You safe. are very sweet. Yeah, you're very sweet. I ate, I ate a lot of barbecue. We could sleep in the van. Ooh, it is notoriously, by description, uncomfortable. I can endure that part. If you just want to sleep on me, I'm pretty comfortable. I don't think we have to sleep. I think we have to investigate a mystery. 
Wait, I don't want to let uh, Natalia and Agatha go yet. We gotta, we have to interrogate them. So I mean, we have to question them still. Okay, so we like kind of are heading out as you're having this conversation, but we're still here. So uh, why were you tracking this beast? Somebody paid me a lot of money to do it. You're getting paid for this type of stuff? Who paid you? Oh, yeah. How do they know this thing was around? What's going on? A local oil baron family. Their dumb idiot child got killed trying to hunt it. Which is really sad, honestly. Like, he was like 12. You th- at 12, you should be able to send child against bear. But this, I don't know, weird goo thing killed it. So they hired me. So what? You were hired to just kill this thing because what? Do, how did it... How did it get to this this kid? And why is this kid hunting it? I have a lot of questions about the rich, and I don't understand their lifestyles. So I don't think I ever will. So their house, like, back onto park, maybe, like, I don't know, five, ten clicks that way. So, you know, they were, they sent kid on hunting excursion. Oh, no, they bring, they bring in the animal and drug it so that idiot 12-year-old can have easier time hunting. Very generous of you call that hunting, ma'am. Very uh, truly, generous. I am being nice to, like, the dead right now, which I understand is a thing that people do. But honestly, like, I never meet this kid, but what a fucking loser. I think that we might have to go back with you and ask some questions about how they obtained this creature because it's not from around these parts. And yeah, no shit, it's like made out of black slugs or something. I don't know what this is, but it's still craving popcorn. Well, Amos, first off, I have to apologize for about the sixth time in the last month, but this was not a chupacabra as previously believed. So you'll get it one day. I, you know, I'm hoping I am. I mean, I think I could domesticate one one day. I'm going to uh, pass a business card to see, and I'll be like, if you do find Chupacabra and you need taken care of, call me. I reciprocate and hand back, like, an all-black, like, <laughs> with black print on it. And, like, it's, it's, I'm, like, trying to, like, You're read like, it yeah, by the light the of the right fire. Angle. And this is, you just see agency, the agency. Your name is Agent? No, it's my, my title. My title is Agent. So your name is... C? It's code name. Yeah, my code name is C. You have code name. Yes, I work for the agency. Yeah. You should be called NS9. You just said so many letters that I did not understand. <laughs> have you heard of the three-letter agencies of America? One of the great things we're known for. <laughs> certainly, certainly something we're known for internationally. Anyway, I would like to go back and speak to your employer, find out more about what's going on with these creatures, because quite frankly, a lot of people are dying and they shouldn't be here. Oh. Uh, in the park? Yeah, these these creatures cross into our borders from the other side, and all they do is come around and kill people. I'm going to gently, like, wrap my arm around you and pull you in, like, cuddly close, and say, like, you put the comma in the wrong spot. I thought you meant the people weren't meant to be here, bub. What people? No, I'm talking about these creatures, these, these beasts yeah. that come from across the veil. I got you now, bub. Veil? Yeah, long story, but you, you can't know about it. Anyway. Yeah, well, we, we have a bit of a walk. I thought... Didn't you drive here? Uh, we, we parked at fence. It walks since there. There's not fences around. There's not fences around you. Look, Fred said there was a fence last well, hold episode. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There is a fence around the compound of the Dorothy house, which is located next to you. Wait, so... They so literally they, walked, it's not like, or hiked through Yosemite with yeah. Agatha, mm-hmm. a, a woman of an advanced age, very wise in hey, her she's years, fry. carrying mm-hmm. like fifty pounds of gear. Believe or it. More. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you look at this, I bring the dancing lights near Agatha, and you're like, "Oh, damn, that lady's jacked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that's why I'll be like, "Oh, uh, my manners. Sorry, uh, I am uh, Natalia Ivanov. Uh, this is Agatha." I made I made to see this is my man Amos. Amos. 
Nice to meet you. Good to meet you both. And I like nudge. I was like, you're man, huh? Yeah, you're my, like my sidekick. You're like my, my number two. He's lover? What? Oh, i sorry. I just, I assume based on vibe. So the four of you head back to the Doherty compound and- We're going to walk there? I guess this We're going to take the van there. The van, yeah. The van's and, like uh, plowing I, through I, cactuses. <laughs> Do I have time to put clothes on? Of course, of course. I guess this is a good time to explore what Natalia and Agatha's knowledge or experiences of the other, the veil, the supernatural. Um, where where do you guys stand on that subject? I think we are like casually aware. So like you've run into like a monster or yeah. two and now you're so kind one of, of my, like, like mo- so one of the things for the big game hunters, you pick a motivation as to why you ended up being a hunter. And mine is animals are no longer a challenge and you found out the supernatural was real. So I feel oh, like, nice. yeah, somewhere along the line, Agatha and I just ended up in some like fucked up circles. Sorry, my dog is under the desk right now. Um, looking for more you know, better prey. And yeah, maybe we ended up like in a, a monster hunt of some sort and thought that was interesting, but I don't, I don't think we know about like the veil and the source of monsters or anything like that. Got it. Got it. Okay. Great. Great. But we've probably killed the werewolf or something. Yeah. Some yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So as the four of you come up to the fence of this compound, <clears throat> You're at the front gate, and there is a large crowd there. Um, there are several vans that look like news vans. Um, there are people, you know, talking with a microphone in front of uh, video cameras. Uh, and you also see what looks like protesters. There are a lot of people there that have signs, you know, uh, with just images and messages like oil kills and, you know, your money is covered in blood and, you know, when can we get rights for the workers and stuff like that? So it's just a very big scene and the police kind of like make way the, the guards at the front gate kind of like wave you in and you are given access to the compound after speaking with the security guard uh, to which you inform them that you work for the head of the household. And, and, you know, you just kind of absorb it all. You take it all in. There's just a lot going on outside. More than likely, they found out that the youngest son of this very rich oil magnate family uh, had recently been reported as killed or died suspiciously. And so more than likely, everybody is just looking into it. Uh, Obviously, the protesters are there for their own reasons. As you make your way to the large villa slash mansion like home of of the oil magnate family um you notice something strange it's it's easily like a i would say a quarter to a half mile from the courtyard like the front gate but when you enter in the courtyard previously there were these two exquisite wooden doors and it seems like the doors are off its hinges and one's kind of like busted in and one is like open and half hanging off of a bottom hinge it's not great. It probably wouldn't be weird if I went back to the van and like grabbed some guns. Of course not. Oh yeah, I'll help you carry some. I'm gonna like trot over with uh, agency and I'm gonna get real close. And I'm like, hey Bob, uh, those things like uh, little slug guys, it took the heat really bad. Uh, they're covered in black goo. This guy's an oil magnate. Uh, maybe there's a connection there. Maybe we should investigate a mystery. Read my mind, beautiful. 
Not gonna allow you to do another one though. Amos would have to do this one. I feel like if he if he experienced that while he was burning him, that might have like gotten the wheels turning. So I feel like sure, I feel like that's sure. fair, and I feel like I could help him do that. That is absolutely fair. I will allow you to okay. do that. Here we go. Cool. Uh, I got an eleven to help out. Okay, so plus one. Plus one. So I got six. Oh, unfortunately, Amos, even with the addition of uh, agency support, you have failed. I am not and the smart one. Mark experience, baby. Hey, mark experience. Mark experience, yeah. I generally am just the, these are two things. These are dots that I've connected. Yes, you've connected them, but you don't know how they're connected. That's about, yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. The dice knew because it's exactly what I wanted. Where where's Deandra when you need her? <laughs> Connect those dots. Connect those dots, yeah. So there's a commotion. You hear some noise inside, and there's some excited uh, voices that are uh, speaking to each other. Do you enter the home? Are we gonna be sneaky? Uh, I when say we to say we hear the voices, do they sound like they're also trying to be sneaky, or they're like normal talking? No, it's, it's startled human voices talking to each other in a very rushed and and uh, and uh, you know loud voice. Is there a doorbell? I would. I, I yeah. ring the doorbell. Okay. Even though the door is open, yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. He like while C is going up to ring the doorbell, I'd be like, no, we go in. I am kissed, and I will just push the kind of broken door a little bit open and walk in. You both do so at the same time. And as you enter in, the most elaborate, like, Chopin, like, ring, like, fucking happens uh, as you enter the home. Uh, and and you see what looks like signs of a, a break-in, a, a struggle. There's, like, vases broken on the ground and furniture knocked over. Whatever had burst through the front doors had barreled through uh, the foyer, uh, and, and you see blood as well, uh, kind of like splattered around the stairway and, and the walls and, and what looks like uh, an elderly woman who is uh, not bleeding, but on the ground, like short of breath, surprised. Seems like a bit of a row. Would you like the Desert Eagles? Delightful. I'll hand her the handguns. Oh, you, you must be the... The people that we hired, there's a creature in here. They attacked my son. He attacked Hunter. Oh, so ironic. Hunter and not the other one whose name I also have, but forgot. Fisher? It, it didn't go after Chase. It went after Hunter. Chase wasn't even home at the time. Yeah, Chase and Hunter. River's the one that's already dead. That's correct. <laughs> I'm afraid that might be the case for Hunter now, too. Please go save my second son. <laughs> Man, it'd be really weird if all but one of the heirs of this family managed to be killed off one by one. Damn. It, it, they went to the back, to the uh, the kitchen. All right, let's go get the snack, boys. Are, are you telling us that the uh, the animal's still loose in the house? Well, I, I don't... It's it, Yes, an animal. It was large and furry and covered in some kind of black icor. Oh, well, I'm glad that you noticed that. Anyway. Uh, Sounds like one of my ex-boyfriends. I would say uh, stay calm, but uh, I don't know. Can you handle a weapon? Who, who I? No, I, I'm going to lie here and breathe heavily. It was huge. Yeah, I know. Nice. Yeah, sure. We've seen some big hairy animals in our time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, actually, I had the... too, and it was the biggest. Hmm. Well, let's go. I know where kitchen is. Uh, as we start walking, I'm going to grab uh, Agent C's hand very gently and kind of wrap my uh, front fingers, uh, the fore and middle finger, around your pinky and ring finger, pull them up real close, and just, I do this real sly, like in the back. And I like do a quick breath on them and say Flamthwin, so I can enchant your weapons with 
fire. Oh, and then I am like, oh yeah, of course, Amos, I completely forgot I hand you a handgun. <laughs> I already have firearms, babe. Um, that is... Oh, it's uh, joke, because your arms make fire. Yeah. Uh, Fred, <laughs> I rolled a natural 12 plus 3, 15 on my use magic to enchant a weapon that will give it plus magic and plus one harm. However, Mr. Keeper, I also have an advanced use magic, so you must offer an added benefit to our beautiful agency. Benefit me, Daddy. Uh, you also, on top of providing the extra damage uh, by enchanting his fingers, uh, you have also given him uh, what is looks like a fire shield as well. That is almost imperceptible, but you uh, give him like immunity to damage one. Ooh. So every damage that he takes, he will take one less. Power of love, baby. Fred, does this stack with my other armor? Yeah, it is not considered armor. It, it, it is like a magical effect. So you have what? Armor two? Yeah. Anything else? No, two. So then if you were to be hit with three damage, you would be able to negate three damage. But anything above that would then uh, So you're telling through. me is everyone else is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> now you're the <Cool>. spin. <laughs> Look at me. You walk down the hallway of this elaborate home. It is just intricately uh, furnished and designed. But you can see these signs of a struggle, as if the, a bull was going through a china shop. Just things are knocked off the walls, paintings are shattered on the ground, you know, just little columns are toppled over with its bus on the ground broken, and the door, the swinging door into the kitchen is just busted open. Even the frame of the door just looks like large gashes were taken out of it, and there is definitely a commotion uh, happening in the kitchen. Uh, you hear the yelp of uh, what sounds like a late teens boy and also the growls and grunts of what sounds like an incredibly large bear. Sick. The cuffs of my pants and shirt are starting to sizzle. As the four of you approach the doorway, you come into a scene of utter devastation. Anything that is not bolted into the walls or the ground has been shattered onto the ground as an incredibly large bear covered in the same black writhing mass and uh, ichor uh, is just wailing at this helpless a young man who is currently trying to shield his face with his arms as talons the size of chef knives are tearing into his flesh. He's not going to make it. I'll try and kick some ass. He says apathetically. I guess I'll save this rich prick. Uh, I assume it's Hunter or Chase. I think it's like confirmed Hunter. Yeah, it, I mean, you assume you don't know who Hunter is. But I don't. So the lady I'm, kept saying Hunter. I, I think I think Natalia and Agatha met Hunter did, yeah. uh, in the previous episode, so they are able. All to right. So with see. my shotgun, I have. I really got to up my tough. Uh, I got a nine. So remind me, I have I have plus one to damage because of fire arms. Fire, fire, and yes. All right. So that is uh, four harm, close and messy. 
So you are definitely partially yeah. successful, and right? Your yeah. gun. Which which gun is shotgun. a shotgun? I'm a close quarters man. So you step into the room and you're standing behind the island uh, of this kitchen, this small like section of counter, and you shoot your shotgun across it, and it just blasts into the side of this creature. And the pure ferocity and flame magic that tears through the side of this creature at first takes away the slug maggot-like creatures and then the flesh and blood that's underneath it making it very aware of you as it turns around and just slaps you with its immensely large talon paws you are going to take four points of damage which means only one goes through and uh it you just feel like some of its razor-like talons slicing into your armor and it just barely hits you and uh it, it is now aware of the four of you and turns its attention away from the profusely bleeding man that's crumpled in the corner of the kitchen. Ma'am, they did not pay us for this one. Is this a pro bono, or are we going to assume they're good for it? You know, I think they can afford an upgrade, so we will get them later. Uh, net launcher, please. Right away. I'm gonna pull the net launcher out of the bag and hand it to Natalia. Great, I'm gonna fire the net launcher. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna roll to help. Uh, I'll set, I'll help set up the net launcher in the appropriate way, like make sure it's like assembled correctly before I hand it to her. I'm gonna roll help. I'm perpetually visualizing this like beautiful dance of like loading, reloading, like as one gun is like almost like you seemingly haphazardly discard, but it's just like deftly caught and then like new one in the other hand, like this beautiful fluid motion between the two of you. I also I have a move called um, I can make you look good. So after so my I rolled a six and a one, um, we can swap dice for whatever dice you roll. We can swap with my dice. So I rolled a nine, actually, so I, which actually what, is a ten what? total. So I'm OK. But what were your what were your dice rolls? Oh, a six and a three. You can swap the three out. You can swap your three, so I have a three and a one, and you have two sixes. Sure. That is legit. That is a cool move. Okay, so the entangled uh, maneuver, what does it do? It it makes sure that it it doesn't doesn't attack. I think it's I think it's more like, you know, what do you think, friend? Our keeper, our beautiful keeper. Yeah. So what what I'm thinking is <laughs> is that uh you are going to allow anybody else who is on this turn an opportunity to attack with possibly no detriment because kick some ass usually reciprocates. So Amos can kick some ass and probably avoid, you know, being mauled by the bear. Uh, for this round, but once this round is over, it's probably going to be able to free itself. Sick. Okay, so then uh, you the 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 bear is entangled in this heavy net. What is the net made of? Is it like just rope, or is it like a metal like mesh? Like I have to assume it's got to be something stronger than just hemp. <laughs> I I'm going to roll under preparedness. I have preparedness from the expert um, as one of my adva- uh, moves. I can roll on sharp and at p- 10 plus I have the what I need right here right now with us. Okay. So I'm going to say that it's like a, a like 
maybe like the wires they make bridges out of, like those really steel strong cables. tensile wires. Yeah, yeah, yeah steel yeah. cable shit. It could be made from like an incredibly like you know hard but light metal that isn't you know used often. Right. I get. Um. I got ten on the dot. I got ten on the dot, so I had what I needed right then, right now. So. Okay. So since you utilize this extra move of preparedness, um, you actually were prepared. Uh, I mean, obviously with your like knowledge of the supernatural and monsters you know that just a simple rope net won't probably take care of most of your prey some prey maybe and you had set up natalia with this like titanium-esque mesh web which actually uh, is going to allot you two more attacks with no reciprocate of the attack so amos plus two more attacks uh because of this prepared net uh that you used on the bear and it is just thick and heavy on the bear kind of like restricting him on the ground but more so just pinning its arms so he can't get a good slash out Amos, what do you do? I mean, I guess I'll light this bitch up if that's what we're doing. I'm going to speed in the room. I'm going to get right up in this thing's grill. It would appear to you almost as though, like, time is slowing down in the way I, like, appear next to it. And I'm, like, starting to throw this, like, punch. But it's not like a fist, right? Like, I'm actually, like, almost open palm slapping it type of thing. And I'm going to kick ass again with another blast of fire in this hoe. Um... A 14 total. That is a great success. It's a great success. I'm going to like ram my palm into the, the meat of this bear, like through the wires. And my as I'm like doing this, like the the my hand is like a glow, bright yellow in in flames about to go off. And much like I blew off the side of the, the pop up, I'm going to do a similar move into this thing's guts for uh, extra damage is what I do. So five total points of harm. Wow. Wow. You see Amos, like he said, just slow down time and he just moves up almost casually uh, as if he was just strolling in the park, but his arm just bursts into the creature and you just slowly see like the flesh of the creature expand and just guts and viscera and flame burst out of the side on the other side of the hand of this creature and you see just it just blood pumping out of it the bear lets out this like groan as the maggots on its body just start to pop wildly and flames just start to catch everywhere from both the creature and into the kitchen as things start to light on fire. It has a glazed look in its eyes as it starts to breathe heavily and pant. Amos tears his hand out and the small puncture just starts pumping out fluid uh, where his hand once was, but it is still up and still entangled within this mesh net. Uh, as it tries to swing at Amos, it is restricted by the net. What would have been a very nasty cut uh, was prevented. We enter a new round. Who wants to take this creature out? Me. Not really. I don't want to take the creature out. I want to move over to the other kid, but if one of you guys wants to go, I want to be able to kill it before uh, Natalia gets the satisfaction. 
<laughs> also because I, I have this this cruelty bug in me, so I gotta I gotta oh, I gotta fuck. I gotta feed that a little bit. I forgot about that. Very true. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like pulling in the in the flow of time. I'm like yanking my arm back. You guys have now noticed that my sleeve is fully gone on that side of my uh, shirt, and I am like pulling that out, and I'm like trying to now move to the other side of where like the the kid is so like i've okay. done my damage it, not necessarily i'm making a move right now but just kind of the, the scene is i've done this thing and now i'm like pulling out to move away so whoever goes next is like you know what i mean two things happen first matthew your character agency after receiving the damage um, the one point of slice that gets through both the flame shields and your body armor. Mm. You take the damage. You look at the crimson blood that comes out of uh, the the, uh, the crease in your armor, and uh, you need to act under pressure. Oh, okay. Or, You're good or at this. I can indulge. Oh well, you can indulge, yes, but I get to choose who you indulge. Uh, I got a, it's an eleven on the die, fourteen total. Uh, okay, you start to feel the temper, the fire within, the rage that you bottle every day start to bubble and boil. It is about to overflow as your eyes start to kind of like get brighter and you're about to just lose it as something else takes over and you just keep it in. You push it back. You take back control. You're able to breathe again. Your eyes start to uncloud. You're seeing again. Before you make your move, though, Amos moves out of his way and you crowd down next to the boy who is crouched slumped onto the ground he's currently doing this motion where he's picking stuff up and touching his stomach he is literally grabbing his intestines as he's trying to stuff it back into his body crying and and just mewling he's like no no somebody needs to help me i I don't want to die agency what do you do (sighs) the beast is not dead yet right the beast is not dead it is not Listen, I can take a move and, and help the kid. I, have I, I, no, I was going to say, I I think despite or in spite of everything that's happened to uh, agency, he's got to get rid of the threat first. Yes. So he's going to try and finish off the this infected bear. OK, tell me how you that do might so. actually also help him with his uh, <laughs> urges. Oh, I still got I still got another uh, shell in this uh, uh, shotgun. Your magic shotgun, your magic fingies. That is an 11. That is a success. How long does the magic thing last? I would say to the battle, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because so one of the glitches is short duration, yeah, and I didn't, four, I don't have any glitches. Four more damage. So once again, your shotgun just with an incredibly large bang that just reverberates around the room takes a chunk out of the bear. Unfortunately, both with the original shotgun blast, the blast of fire that was plunged into its belly, and this second just as devastating blast, the bear is cut in half, and it just separates as the top half of the body being held by the net slides off the bottom half, and the two halves slump onto the ground in a gory spray of arterial blood and maggot just pus splattering all over the walls and all over you. 
Can I take my move to step in front of Natalia so I get sprayed and she does not? You absolutely can, and you do okay. so. Just hot liquid sprays your face and your body, but you shield Natalia from receiving the brunt of it, and you are just covered in what is like a oily black substance and also thick, sticky blood. Yummy. I'm going to heal the child. Uh, yeah, I'm going to like, uh, like as all of this is taking place, it like blows up as I like slide down and like essentially I'm like, all right, lean back, lean back, lean back. And I'm going to put my hand over the wound as he's trying to scoop the guts back in and douse them in flames, baby. Yes, uh, that is a 10. Uh, I slide over and I like rush these like, f- like greenish flames over him. And I say, uh, you had knife as uh, I begin to heal his shit up. So I just want to confirm you are just using magic and not a special move that you have, correct? I do not. Yes, it is just use okay. magic, heal one harm from an injury or cure a disease or neutralize a poison. I think I would just so I'm, we would just stabilize him. I don't even know if it would. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Stabilizing uh, might be a separate thing. If, 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 if I yeah, have the choice to heal a hit point or to mm-hmm. stabilize using magic, I would much prefer to stabilize using the magic so that like fear of death is gone. He can go get medical treatment. But if you need to heal a number, then we can do that. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't know. I don't see stabilizing. Uh, uh, do one thing an that option. is beyond human limitation. OK, so you're not doing heal one harm, correct? Yeah, if it's going to be a matter of if doing one thing beyond human limitation will ensure that this child will make it to medical treatment. Because, Fred, I'm going to tell you something horrific. Okay. Are you ready for this? Your intestines and guts remember how they need to be. So what happens is when you have openings like that, they just stuff it in there and close you up and your body just goos them back where they need to go. Okay. And you start to cast your flame magic as kind of like a cauterizing of wounds. And you can see it like there is more to the scene than you realize at first as you get to this like close vantage point you are looking at what looks like the blood and the viscera and the writhing creatures that were on the bear is being plunged back into his body as well as his intestines and you immediately just start to flame on and cauterize his wounds and you could just see just his skin goes pale and he feels he expresses that he doesn't feel good and you could just see like this black liquid just start oozing out of his mouth and his eyes he looks at you amos and he says i i don't i don't want to die and with one last breath and a gush of gross maggot liquid comes out of his mouth and the child drops the ground dead and that is where we're going to call it hey everyone i just want to say thank you so much for listening to our new geek link project vanguard of the veil if you're interested in learning more about our podcast follow us on twitter at vanguard veil If you want to hear more shows like ours, then check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greeting Adventurers, which is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you want to follow the people that creates this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Professor Gunderson is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. 
Deandra is played by Alex at Happy Pute. Spin is played by Josh at Josketh. Artemisia is played by Steph at Stepho Kingston. Our show is also edited and produced by Kieran at Mr. K underscore Bennett, and all music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds. <laughs>